Welcome to She's a DPM, a platform for women to share their experiences, knowledge, and insights on cultivating a life in and outside the field of podiatric medicine and surgery. All right. Well then welcome back everybody to She's a DPM. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Oxman. And today is the segment of She's a Future DPM. And we have Ayanna Paul with us today. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you for letting me be here. So uh, you are currently a third year at Barry, but before we get into the interview, I'd love for you to tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Iana Fowl. Um, I'm a third year at Barry. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and then for undergrad, I went to the University of Florida about an hour and 45 minutes away from Jacksonville and Gainesville. So go Gators. I always have to say that. <laughs> I um, say Florida girl. Yes. <laughs> and then um, after I graduated, I did take a gap year before coming down to Barrie in Miami. So I've been here for the last two and a half years now, and I love it. What made you decide to take a gap year? That's always a question uh, people have. Yeah, so I knew all throughout college, I wanted to go in the medicine route. Um, But as like I was kind of closing in on graduating, I'm like, a lot more people were saying, you need to take a time to yourself. You need to like, look it out, have a little more time to apply to things. And I was like, honestly, yeah, like there's, I have four siblings and everybody was kind of in their own kind of moving out, moving in kind of situation. So I was like, I could use that year to not only go back home for a year, maybe work, save some money and just, you know, be close to my family for like that last kind of year before I focus in on something full on for the next seven, eight years of my life. I did the same thing. I took a year off from college to uh, pediatry school and it was like the best decision, you know, that period right after college is so difficult like because you're transitioning you're like who am I what do I do I'm not a college student anymore what who am I no Um, and I ended up working out um, I ended up working at a podiatry not a podiatry uh, um psychiatry office so it was like totally different from podiatry but like it was interesting because the like practice that I worked for it showed me a lot on how people do run a small practice and they're very successful doing it so I also am very grateful for that experience because he had three employees and they were seeing patients all the time. And like, it's a different field, but just the practice management side of it, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, that's invaluable. So yeah. hopefully you took notes and that's going to help you yes. down the line. I know you mentioned that you're a third year at Barry, which for anybody listening, that's not in podiatry, that's in Miami. So how is uh, attending podiatry medical school in Miami, Florida? It, it has its good times and, you know, it's challenges. I feel like even though all of Florida has big cities, I've never lived in a city this big. Like you can't go anywhere without being, without at least being 20 minutes to get there. There's mm-hmm. constantly people everywhere. Even my friends will call me and be like, can I stay at your place? Cause I'm coming down to do fun things. And you're like, I, I have to study, but you can stay with me and yeah. you can grab coffee if you want in the morning. But I think it's fun. I think um, as long as you have a plan, and I definitely came in my early 20s, but getting to the mid 20s. So I think I was like, I did my thing in college. Miami's fun, but it's time to focus in. Yeah, understand that. Do you mind taking us through like what a normal day is as a third year podiatry student at Barry? Yeah. So at Barry, we have a lot of rotations. And I think because of that, it depends on what rotation you're in. Um, I just started my emergency medicine rotation. So I did not have to go in today, but I go in tomorrow for an overnight shift. And I think that's kind of cool because school hasn't started for us yet. It starts next week. 
but like while school starts, I will have like the day to study. And um, in the nighttime, I'll probably be at the ER or um, during the day, it depends on my shift. But like for a third year Barry student, we have class all day on Monday and Tuesdays. And then we do clinics from Wednesday through Friday. And if you are on certain specialized rotations, you may go on the weekends. So you're on emergency department now. What other mm-hmm. rotations do you have this year? So I go from um, the ED to a Barry podiatry clinic. And Barry has three um, specific Barry clinics that are throughout Miami. So I'll go to one of those. And then after that, we each have a resident rotation at probably around 10 different hospitals in Miami that we can all choose to go to. And so I have my resident rotation, which is very good because we're coming up on externships and I hope they pimp us and they treat us like we're almost externs so we can learn something. And then we have to do like internal medicine, I think is my last one. Okay. I always like to highlight that, that during school and especially in residency as well, that there are these outside rotations that mm-hmm. we um, continue to learn, uh, not just podiatry, but other, other aspects of medicine and surgery as well. So I know that you are coming up on extra year, so fourth year. So have you, not to push you, but like, <laughs> is there anything that you've done to help prepare yourself for that upcoming year? I know I've talked to some residents, well, current residents that are at the programs that I'm going to. Um, I need to reach out to some more because I know I'm kind of slacking on that, but I'm getting like floods and tons of emails coming in about compliance things and paperwork that you have to do. And it all needs to be done in a timely manner. So I just sat down today and put that on my calendar of what needs to be done when and what month I'm going to wear and like kind of prioritize what I'm filling out. Also, um, we were told at least from some fourth years right now in our school that reading Watkins and doing like Crozier on your free time um, really helps out. So at least when I'm watching Netflix in my day off, I'll um, pull up my Anki of Crozier and go through some questions, just making sure that I'm keeping up to date. And if somebody pimps me, I'm like, I know, I know. So yeah, that's a good point. I, I think I had Crozier on my phone, like the PDF, and I would be yes. like, just sitting there when you had a free minute just to get those hot buzz words yes, yes. kind of questions that are just going to be thrown at you. What do you think has been the most challenging part of podiatry school so far? I would say like first year was oh, yeah. probably the most challenging for me, but I think that's kind of how it is across the board. Um, it's just getting into that routine. I know the first semester I was so focused on doing well, doing well, getting everything in as much information in my brain as possible that I think I kind of lost track of like, I need time for myself. So I think that was the hardest thing in the beginning is balancing school and your personal time. I can remember that first year. It's just like constant test. You're just cramming, but also trying to like remember this content because this is actually important. You mentioned that you made sure to make time for yourself. So Mm -hmm. is there anything that you currently do to help prevent burnout during school? Yeah, so now after first semester, I do go to the gym every day. I make it a point to do that. Even as crazy as like this past summer was with board studying, I'm like, I will go to the gym every day. I go in the evening. Um, Now with my new schedule, I probably won't be able to have to go in the morning, but um, just making sure I do that. And at least that is the 20 minutes it takes me to drive to the gym, the hour I'm there, the 20 minutes back, that's at least two hours. And I'm like, not thinking about anything else. Do you find that actually that helps with like studying and like 
I no, I think it I think it does. I think it does. For me, I'm I'm not a person that like is very stressed out. So like I think it's because that I go to the gym that I have that stress reliever that I can go back and go back to studying with a clear head. It's not like it's like, okay, I did my morning and afternoon studying session. I go to the gym and I'm like, all right, let me get in my two hours of my night studying and I'm done. Oh, night studying. Oh <laughs> yeah. Is there any advice that you have to pre-med students who may be interested in pursuing a career in podiatry? Reach out to people. I know when I was um, in undergrad, I was able to, my junior year, reach out to a podiatrist and shadow him in Gainesville. And it was the best decision I made. I was able to like see his day-to-day, the relationships he built with his patients, as well as like how to apply to podiatry school and just get more information in his field. So. I would say shadow and reach out to people because channels like yours and even if you just YouTube people just to what is a day in the life of a podiatry student like that is something that I would say suggest. Yeah, there is a lot of YouTube um, channels and like good videos out there too that like take you I think like videos of like what the day is like. Yeah. So um, what better firsthand experience then. Are there any other resources that you used when deciding to go to podiatry school? I think those are like the main ones. And then of course the um, ACPM website as well, like just breaks it all down for you. I did have, um, I know some of my relatives do go to podiatrist because um, some of them are diabetic. So I remember talking to my aunt and like, she's like, oh yeah, I love my podiatrist. So like, that's another person where you're like that the relationships uh, and the impacts that we can have. And I was like, that's something that I kind of look forward to going into this field. So you mentioned that you shadowed somebody junior year of college and then mm-hmm. your family members um, also go to podiatrist. When was like the first time you were introduced to podiatry that you're like, maybe like, was it junior year or be- even before that? It, it was junior year. Um, and it's only because of, uh, I was like on the pre-med track, like a biology major, but I took a, a medical professions class. So in that class, they went through a variety of medical professions. Like most of them were probably MDDOs, but they did speak about podiatry, which I think is really cool in hindsight, because I see a lot of people that weren't introduced to that in college. And looking back on it, I'm like, wow, this class took the time to put podiatry in there. And I'm like, as we should be, right? So I think that was the first time I was like, hmm, that is a path that I could take. And I kind of looked at, I kind of like went for it and looked into it and you, when I talk to other people, they usually hear about it like end of senior, like they just stumble upon it into senior year or even like later in their path. So yeah, I agree. And what a great class. Yeah, no, really cool. It was actually online and that was like pre-COVID. So it was one of those classes where, you know, you look at and you're like, I'm taking this stupid class online. And I was like, I need one credit hour. Exactly. <laughs> what is something that you wish the general public knew more about in regards to podiatry? I would say just the variety of specialties. I think you say podiatry, somebody automatically says feet. And like, sure, if you break down the word, that's what it is. But we're lower extremity specialists, right? We can do anything from an Achilles repair or we can trim your toenails. Like, I think a lot of people who are not in podiatry specifically don't realize the length of what we can do. So if the general public just knew the variety of specialties that we had and the quality of care that we do give, it would um, definitely boost up podiatry and the podiatry community. 
Florida has a great scope of practice too. Oh yes. Yes. There's some really um, exciting things happening there. Oh yeah. That's the biggest thing with like externships too. People are like, when you leave Florida, you may not see all the things that we do down here. I'm like, yes. Right. All right. So we're going to move into the final thoughts and questions that I like to ask each guest. So what is something outside of school that you are currently learning or doing? I'll say like two. One is like gym related. I recently joined a, like a CrossFit gym and I want to get a handstand pushup. Like, I think that is like something that I will work towards in 2023. So that's a pretty, that'll be very cool too. I know. I mean, Hey, if I want social media falling on my head. You know what happened? Right. I, I do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, other than that, like working a little bit on my Spanish, being down in Miami is totally different than being kind of in North Florida where I grew up. A lot more Spanish speakers are down here. I um, mean, just a lot more diversity in general. Medical Spanish first and foremost, and then kind of conversational. Does Barry offer med- additional like class? Yes. So we actually, before we went into our clinical year, we had a class on medical Spanish and like but we had it during kind of the board time. So at least I know for myself, I'm sure my classmates have probably taken more, taken more out of it than me. I was like, I'm so focused on boards. Like, okay, yes, tell me what all these things means, but it's going in the back of my head. I'm trying to get better at it because I don't want to walk in a room and like not understand what a patient is saying. No, that is a great skill Mm -hmm. to have. Uh, What is a tip you wish you could tell your younger self about pursuing a career in podiatry? Don't think so long on it and go for it. I know um, when I applied to podiatry school, I applied in the early, like early 2020, because I kind of sat on it for like that entire kind of six months that I was not in school. And even my parents were like, you need to apply, you need to apply. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. And like, it was one of those things, which is probably one of the reasons I went to Barry ultimately is I applied and I had my interview at Barry and all my other ones had gotten canceled because COVID had hit. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, we're going to put these online. And I was like, well, I already went down there. It's five hours away from home. Like we're good. It's fine. So I would say, just put yourself out there. Don't sit in as long. If you think you're going to enjoy this field, then do it. And also while doing that, take time for yourself and make sure that you know that we will all get there at the end of the day. Um, as long as you can push yourself to work hard and you're taking care of yourself, you can achieve anything. What great words to end on too. Yes. Always make sure to take care of yourself. Otherwise you're not going to be able to take care of others. Right. No. no. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time, sharing your experiences as a third year. I look forward to see all that you accomplish in your career and good luck fourth year. It's always a, a whirlwind of a year, but it can, I, you learned so much. So I want to thank you again for being a guest. Thank and- you. Email me at droxman at gmail.com. The address is in the show notes below. And let me know if there's a topic or if you know a kick-ass lady who should be interviewed. Thanks for listening. Looking forward to hearing your comments and suggestions on the podcast. And remember, stay uncomfortable. That's where we grow.